Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Welcome everybody to Monk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. Introducing first. They got accompanied by his best friend from wherever, Wayne, whatever, freshly squeezed. And now, the best in the world, Mr. Rizzo. Welcome to the Hawk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. This week, TBZ and myself, Mr. Rizzo, discuss the subjective art form of professional wrestling when we break down WWE's fast lane, plus everything that happened on a great Tuesday of wrestling. Let's start the show. It's just me, Oos. It's just me, Oos. <laughs> it's just me, Oos. I don't know why. It just it sounds so awkward to me when he plays his music. Maybe because it sounds so similar, so I'm expecting, you know, the the regular tag team, and it's just like it's just crudely. It's just me, Ooze. So it's well, like it feels like Jay's just being like, nah, nah. <laughs> we do that. So the funny thing is, is that on our end, who are watching the product weekly, we understand it, we like it, it's a little pop. But I read a Twitter account from someone who hadn't watched wrestling in a few years. It was like, I heard the hype, so I decided to watch it, and. Someone that I know as like a really great tag team wrestler came out and he's known as main event Jay Uso and he started the show. So I'm confused. And then his music said, I'm just me, Uso. And then his tag team partner came out. So like he was really confused with the whole thing. I'm like, that's funny. Like when you hear him that way, it's <laughs> kind of interesting. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Man, good stuff. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. so. How's it going, sir? A lot to talk about this week with so much going on, and we're going to start with Fastlane. Uh, so, yeah, yeah let's going. get right into it after we're saying hello. Yeah, it, it's going. Uh, it's kind of a bad boy this week. I got bit by a bug. Uh, here, here's a game on the on the Switch they were just released called F-Zero 99, and my God, I can't stop playing it. Ooh, I got the Switch. I can do this. I'm talking, yes, F-Zero, the, the, the SNES version of F-Zero in the 99 format, which is, uh, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Awesome uh, sauce. So, yeah, that's I got bit by that bug now. So get out of here, Overwatch. I got this new hotness now. <laughs> it's like that girlfriend meme. Yes, well, I haven't had enough time to watch wrestling uh, or play video games. So, yeah. well, no, I'll take that back. I actually watched a bunch of wrestling this week. It's more... I. The Goose concert, the last Goose concert of the tour, and Fish have been taking a back seat. I've been trying to manage more of the wrestling with with uh, SmackDown, with Fastlane, uh, Raw, and then Tuesday Night Wars was pretty crazy, so that was a lot of fun. But yeah, let's start and it off with the Fastlane. you got the season premiere of Raw coming up. <laughs> season premiere of SmackDown on Friday. I don't know what that means, but okay. Okay. Lots happening in the wrestling world is what we're saying. So let's yeah. get into it. Yeah, I did say a lot of stuff. You know, wrestling's doing good. You know why wrestling's doing good? Because <laughs> TVZ was reading uh, an article about wrestling on Forbes. Wrestling's got to be good if they're writing on Forbes. Now, to give context to this, I uh, I was unable to watch NXT. So cat's out of the bag here. Because both Peacock and my YouTube TV don't have yesterday's episode. 
And I think it's just on some buffer where it's like, yeah, they'll get it eventually, but not in time for me to watch it for the show. And I'm like, what the hell? I had to watch it live or fuck me, right? Like, Yeah, uh, there's no like so. DVR with the, with the YouTube. Yeah. So I, I looked up an article to read stuff, and it was on Forbes, and they actually did a cover where they were it was, like, it was labeled Tuesday Night Wars, and they're like saying what happened in NXT, and they're like, as this is happening, here's what happened in NXT or AEW. So you knew uh, you could get that kind of comparison. Well, but we'll yes. get that comparison in a bit. Let's get the fast will, lane first, and then we'll talk about Buckle the glorious up. Tuesday Night Wrestling that we saw. But uh, fast lane started with main event Jay Uso. Yeah, I said it. Main event. With just Uso. With, it started with just me, Oos. Just me, Oos. Uh, and Cody versus Priest and Finn. I'm sorry, Damian Priest and Finn Balor of the Judgment Day. And to be honest, the first like couple minutes of this got me sick because the camera cuts were all over the place. And I was like, mm. just don't do this to me. Can we just get hard cam? I mean, I'm going to like this match if you just give me hard cam. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I hate um, when that happens. But I I enjoyed the match with us having lots of fun. Um, yeah, it seemed like the announcers were trying to play up how, or at least I noticed uh, they're talking about how uh, Jay and Cody, you know, it takes time to have a tag team kind of gel together, and that's kind of the advantage that uh, Judgment Day has on them in this match. Um, I don't know. At then, it kind of made me be like, yeah, that will suck if. Uh, if Cody and Jay just take these belts off of them because it's just like you guys clearly weren't that good of a tag team then. Correct. Yeah. Some type of uh, um, uh, what's the fallout between the two of them if they don't end up um, coming home with the titles at the end of the match. Um, but I don't know if that's what happened. Well, um, it kind of we- sucks, too, because in the beginning of this match, Jed- Judgment Day actually gelled really well. You know, they were they were kind of. They're a well-oiled machine. Well, let's just let's put it plain and simple. The reason that they lost is because they had uh, they had JG JD McDonuts, um, <sighs> you know, cost uh, Brees. Uh, oh, I can't even speak. Let me talk, let me talk over. JD McDonuts hit Damian Priest in the knee with the briefcase, and that was their downfall. Like that, they were they were just done from there. They couldn't overcome. I wrote in my notes, maybe he's not going to get in Judgment Day now. Yeah, that's not looking so good. Not helping his cause with that one, JD. He he forgot he was on a part-time contract with JD, and they could terminate at any time. And I think that time is coming up soon. Yeah, his 10-day contract is up. (laughs) He he is now a free agent. Uh, Yeah. Judgment Day is going in a different direction, and we're sorry. It's not going to work out. We got a super. We had a superplex off the top rope. Um, we had, you know, a Jey Uso spear, and the finisher, which is kind of like the one D with the cutter with JD with uh, Jey Uso and Cody, looked kind of. Think of it like a big rig, but there's a cutter instead of like them yep. lifting them up. Yep, and it surprised the crap out of me. But we have new champions. Of the tag team titles, Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes. Yeah, well, I was, I was, I'm surprised by that. To be honest, on a storyline, definitely, definitely did not see it coming. And we're just gonna fast forward a little bit to the post game presser. I'm not sure if you've seen any of. I know you didn't see the whole presser, so I know that. I, I have seen. If you've seen the clips. 
I have seen a mashup that basically just goes, that's pointing out, they're like, Jay is totally hammered here, and it's well, just like a mashup of it. They started the show by Cody saying, um, Jay may have had but, some libations on the bus. Like, he was, they started like, we've, we've had a little bit, and I just love, Jay, I love Jay Cody was, just yeah. going, yeet! Yeet! <laughs> but even, the, the funny part is, is like, that's what, that's what Triple H said when he got on, the, he's like, yeet! Like it was, it was just so much fun because, yeah, Jay. I'm just happy that Jay didn't get them in the trouble. It was all playful enough. We're like, okay, he's just had just a little bit. He's just a little tipsy. He's a little bit over the top, but he hasn't said anything that's going to get him too much in trouble. He did walk the line where he pointed at someone in the crowd and said, "No, she, she's she's older than all of us. She's been." She's been here both longer than both our daddies, and I'm like, you don't really talk about a woman in her age, but like, I understand where he was just trying to. What are daddies? He was trying to be respectful of like, hey, this woman's been here. She's experienced, but he he, it, he has it experience. Well. Yeah, it didn't go over well. And he goes, she old. Yes, it's just not having and, and Cody just shaking his head. It was it was funny. I love so much. It was so I great. Do, was I do so love great. the one clip. One of them was Cody just being like, I'm sorry, we have veered horribly off of the question. What was what it was again? Yeah, we, that's a hard me? question. You feel me? Do you feel him, sir? Do, like, do you feel was, him, sir? Yes. <laughs> so much like, fun. I, I was just like, how? First of all, isn't it Jimmy who has the issues crossing borders because of his DUIs? I don't, I don't know. Because that's what I was thinking during this. I was like, Jimmy, take notes. This is how you get to have a good time and still keep it, like, you know, above board. All he has to do is not get behind the wheel. He's fine. Yeah, that's he. Behind behind a presser, that's totally different. That's what the bus is for. (laughs) Yeah. So in this match, I just want to point out at Fast Lane, again, bringing it back, uh, I did enjoy at ringside when Rhea showed up. You you could hear someone in the fan just yelling, acknowledge her! Acknowledge her! Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, Yeah. I gave that match the three honks with a surprise. But I want to keep it moving so we can get a bunch of stuff in here. I gave it two honks. Two honks for you, sir. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. But the next was, uh, it was... The Street Profits with Bobby Lashley and Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar with a mystery uh, uh, partner. And I was initially, I was immediately put off by this match because they didn't tell us who the partner was to start the show. It's like, so it's just starting as a handicap, three on two. Yeah, they played it up like they're just like, they didn't get anybody, so it's a handicap match. And I'm like, okay, so the match doesn't matter until the third person comes out. And... Going in, I just assumed that it was going to be Dragon Lee. I don't know why. I just assumed he had been working with them. He was not a bad pick. I just assumed it was going to be. And so I was like. He was on TV with them like in the last month too. So that's a good pick. So I was just like, why are they delaying Dragon Lee coming out? Why doesn't he just come out with them? So when we finally got the, uh, the announcement of who the third partner was, it was Carlito. And we got a good pop. The bad apple himself. (laughs) And we got a victory. But I didn't really have much that I enjoyed with the match because, excuse me, we were just waiting for that third person to come out. I I enjoyed that Cinnamon Toast Crunch wasn't pasted all over the match for this one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a pizza guy. I'm a pizza guy. I did find it a little weird, the, the 
commercial or they tried to do with Kofi, not Kofi, with uh, Xavier Woods. Xavier. Who else was Booker it? T and Wade. But here's the funny part. They were only talking about Pizza Hut. They didn't have any Pizza Hut, and there was no signage of Pizza Hut or anything on screen when they were doing that. And then No, it was all on the later, phone. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later or so, Xavier Woods just goes to the the announce After desk this match. With After the this match. With the big box. And yep. the pizza was all cold. I was, was it? just it was, it was so cold. <laughs> it was like there was Corey Gray. That was, that was a leftover out. box. They didn't just order. <laughs> yes, because like none of the cheese moved. Everything was cut like it had been cut for a while. He took it off. Anyway, I, I, I'm hating on the pizza because I'm a good pizza guy. Pizza Hut. Everybody out pizzas the hut. They left Buffalo. They anyway. I'm going down to. <laughs> Getting mad like the draft. I'm not going to go on a pizza hut. But that's where I was with this match. I just kind of gave it the one honk. That's all. I gave it two honks. Uh, one honk was for Carlito. The other one was... Um, uh, it was when Montez was on the outside with Santos. And he threw Santos in the into the barricade. Um, I noted this just because it looked real flimsy when he did it. I was like, geez, these barricades are not up to code. Uh, but I saw that Selena Vega got involved in the mix. Uh, she did a Meteora to Montez on the outside while he was fucking with Santos. So I was like, all right, give that one honk. So two honks on this match. Excelente. All right, keeping it mo- We didn't have a lot. I know you had mentioned earlier, I think on our group chat, of just how quick this pay-per-view seemed for you. Yeah. And I know that it's the model that WWE switched on from a few years ago when we were like, wow, their shows are so long. And this one was, the AEW's was perfect. It was like, well, AEW had only done four a year. So when they did have something that was four or five hours, you're like, well, it makes sense. You have this all. Well, when they do one every other week or every month, you can't be doing that long. You can't have that much. You're not that into it. You got the, you know, three and a half hour pay-per-view and you're good. That's all you need. Let's go. This was two hours and 45 minutes. Yes, that was solid. Solid. Right? Three hours. I, was just like, I honestly think the takeover model of the three-hour pay-per-view is was perfect. Yeah. It I was expecting four-plus going into this. I was like, all right, let's buckle up. But then I was like, huh, all right. Very, I like, think it was toy. I'm never a person that complains about match lo- like a card being long and then having a lot of matches. Especially because I'm there to watch six hours. I, I understand. I'm cool. I know when to take my bathroom breaks. I know when to watch all of it. But ideally, of a perfect show from someone sitting down and having a flow going from you know riding a roller coaster with the with the matches and the crowd, four hours is probably the max where I think it's like a perfect show. And then like the three three and a half hour is like the perfect like you get everything. You get it all. So yeah. that's that's me. Yeah, the but the extra half the, hour to go to four hours is just you know icing on the cake. It'll it depends on what kind of matches you're doing with that that card. Like right, you can that's what I mean. It's like the yep. three thirty is like the perfect, and if you get extra, it's like cool, but it better be good because it better be because they're time. resetting the ring after a cage match, or there's yeah. someone doing a long promo, and they yeah they're cleaning the blood in the in the in the ring or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh. We got uh, a great match next on the card between the ladies of Charlotte Flair, Asuka, and Io Scott. Yes. yes. And 
probably my match of the night. Match of the night from the ladies. Look at that. I was I even said in our group chat, I was like, Mr. Rose is going to have a heart attack on this week's episode. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I counted them up and I was like, huh, that's a four honk match. Look at that. CWWE knows how to do it. <laughs> yeah, I love this match as well. But I got to a point where I, because th- the crowd was not liking Charlotte at all. Uh, but we got Charlotte early... had a hard time staying in this match. Like two thirds yes. of the match, he just kept getting thrown out, and it was just a you know Io and Oscar going at it. Well, the start we had the early mist from Oscar, which is different because that's usually like a mid match later in the match thing to like get someone to out. End but the like match, yeah, Charlotte having to overcome that early, or at least kicking her out of it to making it a a singles match between Oscar and Io for a bit, kind of worked. But, it did for me. I got one honk on that. Yeah, the crowd was not here for Charlotte. And, excuse me, there was a time, I think, later in the match where I, I'm not sure if they – it looked a little wonky. It looked a little weird for me with some of the stuff with Charlotte and Io and Asuka. I, I mean, I don't know. just looked a little odd. I have to rewatch it to maybe get the specifics on it. But I wrote down that was a little, little, little odd, but, like, I like the the belly stomp. Like, I actually think that there was, like, a slight, like, miscue on the way the mat, on the way the move went, and EO was just like, well, I'm doing this anyway. I'm just, I don't care. I'm going through it, and I'm going to stomp on you anyway. Just bam, just hit Charlotte real quick with the stomp, and it worked. So I don't know if that was a save, if that was the plan, but it looked a little like, I'm just going to do this to make it work. Yeah. And Sorry, then the spear going. kick out is what really kind of I was really like, oh my god! I ha-. they kicked out of the spear. I wasn't seeing that coming. I was expecting her to win after getting the miss so early and overcoming, but uh, yeah. no, that's not what happened. Uh, my another honk I had in this was when Asuka did the uh, superplex to both uh, uh, Charlotte and uh, Io when they were up on the turnbuckle. Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, another honk for me. Was the double submission moves done to Charlotte when Asuka and Io had her in those? And then uh, I enjoyed the finish. The finish gave me a honk because uh, earlier in the match, Io tried to go for the moonsault on Charlotte, but she walked like, you know, she defended it by like getting out of the way. And she was like, oh, well, I guess I won't do it. So I like that came back around and Io was able to do it also with the help of Bailey, might I add. So and still and still and maybe. Maybe Bailey and Neo still have a friendship going on. I mean, because they were they were at odds, especially since Bailey put her in this spot, and Bailey feels bad. So you know, it's like, hey, yeah, you know, everything's good now. At the presser, they made it seem like Bailey and Dakota Kai were they were all best friends. They were wearing Eo's shirt, and they were there for. Her. But somebody had asked a question about about Bailey and possibly facing EO or something like that. And it was like, Hey, I thought this was supposed to be an easy question. Um, and they kind of danced around and just like push it out. Ah, let's move on. Let's move on. So I like, Hey, you stupid kinda, idiot. Don't ask the hard questions. <laughs> stupid idiot. Somebody asked EO sky if she want like the, everyone's talking about things that's popular right now. So I need to ask you, do you want to wrestle? Do you think it would be interesting if you wrestled Taylor Swift? And it's like, what? 
what the what what is this? Like, okay. Like Who's saying that? That was that was the first question that was asked of EO at the press. Like, I, I don't I don't what what are you getting out of that? Yes? Who? I'm in a working relationship to wrestle Taylor Swift. Like what was what are you expecting to get out of that answer, that question? Who is suggesting that she does that too? Like Well whatever. Hold on. There are different conversations. That actually happening that'd be cool. But like why would you ask that of a of a random wrestler? Yeah. Like I don't know. I just I, I don't understand the concept of she's like, yeah, I know who Taylor Swift is, but like what Sure. Okay. Well, but like what is the what is the point of asking that question? I don't know. For the dirt sheets. Uh, Get it to QTV. They'll make the story. Like Taylor Swift is a little bigger than been wrestling. Like I don't think that that's like Yeah, she's too busy getting mixed up in uh was it Travis Kelsey memes right now? Well, yeah, but I meant she's bigger than the NFL. Like, she's too big for the Super Bowl. Like, that's yeah. my point. Like, why are you asking Eoskipi about her? <laughs> I just don't understand it. Anyway, we went down the, rat- the wrong rabbit hole with that one. So for Honker, this was a honker of a match. Well done. Uh, and still, Eosky, women's yes. champion. Yes, yes. Next, yes. So we'll see next we up, a non-title match, a tag match of John Cena and L.A. Knight. Wow. Yeah. And versus the bloodline. And by bloodline, I mean Solo and Jimmy Uso. Just me, Us. Uh, we did have a special <clears throat> guest commentator for this match. We, oh, that's right. That's my first note here. Uh, yeah, Pat McAfee actually comes out before anybody for this match. And he's and- sporting a C sporting a Colts belt, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty good that he was at the Texas Oklahoma game earlier in the day. Yeah, they were talking about that. So like he was on game day for that and I watched it and then I'm like he went from Texas to Indy and then was there for the show. Okay. I want to say the the football game probably ended at like four o'clock? Five o'clock maybe. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. But he was there. He made the trip. Yeah, because he wouldn't miss it for the world, baby. Yeah, being an indie. I like how everybody wants their city to have a WrestleMania, right? <laughs> That's what everybody. I was saying. I thought it's the John Cena curse. See, yeah. you, you start rubbing elbows with him. You start going, yeah, it would be cool if, if WrestleMania was here. Uh, WrestleMania makes a lot more sense there than it does in the UK. Yeah, but, you know, what? what's next? Where are we going to go next and go? Hey guys, wouldn't it be cool if WrestleMania was here? Honestly, Why? I think yeah, mark my words, Clown Jewel, Clown Jewel. They're gonna say it. I bet. Honestly, I well, they already did it with uh, Australia, and they're getting what are they getting? Are they getting money in the bank? What are they? What are they getting? What's in Australia? Royal Rumble. Uh, I don't Maybe? think Royal Rumble is. I think that's here, but WWE start got to start getting bigger. I mean. If they want, if they want it, they got to start getting. I think they should start looking into the moon. I they got to start tacking on mass. They got to start looking into having the first wrestling match on the moon. Like, just look at it now and have it work in 2034. You know, just plan 10 years in the making. Sorry, I jumped into the nation of speculation there for a second. MJF versus Christian Cage in a fire in the sky match. 
The match starts gonna... off on a space station in space, which then comes hurling towards Earth. First man to get pinfall or submission before the satellite crashes is your winner. Otherwise, nobody wins. No, no, no. It's in a cage, and you literally have to escape the cage before it hits the ground. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And again, and again, if nobody escapes, it becomes vacant, and we we do another match for <laughs> so the belt. Two more guys up the top, and try it again. <laughs> Rip it again. Go until we got a winner. <laughs> Patent pending. All right, man, well. get at me. All right, back to Cena and LA Knight, and I gotta say, I think Cena looked pretty green in the ring. And what I mean by that is, like, he hasn't done a lot of in ring work to the point where. His back would have red marks from the ropes because of how little he has been doing that. <clears throat> so I was just like, oh, yeah, a little ring rust for Cena. I can see it. I can see it. Well, thankfully for him, they didn't have him do much except get the crap beat out of him this entire match. Yeah, they. Uh, Cena took a beating. Like, he, yeah. He did. Like two thirds of this match was just Cena getting beat up while we try to tag in LA Knight. Which I might add in my notes, I was like, the pop for LA Knight, get the hot tagged LA Knight's gonna be gonna blow the roof off. A little disappointed actually. It wasn't that great. Well, it but it was be, to me it was good enough because of how much they beat the shit out of Zena. Sure. Like, I just I thought Zena, it was gonna be bigger. Is all. Yeah. But not and the then case. I liked the I called it the Cena of woe. Because I don't remember ever seeing him in that position before. I mean, it probably has happened many times, but it's been a long time since I've seen Cena put in that. So I was yeah. just like, this is special. Cena of woe. Okay. So yeah, that was that was kind of cool. And I had that was the three honks that I had. Like, you know, just the fact that Cena allowed himself to get beat up that much and he would like put over the guys and allowed allowed Ellie Knight to just kind of carry it. When he came out, it was pretty cool. I liked it. I gave this match one honk, and it was for the five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because then he took care of Solo outside the ring. So, like, he went for it, and, you know, of course, he did the You Can't See Me, which was honestly a bigger pop than L.A. Knight getting in the ring. But whatever. And then uh, Solo was on the outside of the ring. So, as he went into the ropes to come back, he hit Solo and then came back and did the. The, mm -hmm. the move so i was i was like well done you didn't even let that distraction stop you can't stop this move no he remembered how to do it he got there eventually see not that green no not that <laughs> just, green you mean it you mean just, you mean rusty he was rusty well that's that's how i meant he's not he wasn't green but like yeah rusty yeah 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 but yeah they were victorious real quick though. And la night are undefeated as a tag team this Paul Heyman thing, they're like playing up like he's getting old or like stress is getting to him. Is this something I missed? Like Um They I just talked about it during that, the match. But the funny now that you say that, that's something that I physically noticed with him, but I didn't understand it as story. It's the stress of when Cena I'm not Cena, when Roman and the Usos and everything are like kind of crumbling a little bit. His hair has gone from slick black to gray. 
a little bit. And, I they was really, and they really showcased it during the entrance on this. Like they even had cameraman just kind of like, look at his hair and how white it is. And they're all like, so, oh, he's, he's the glue that's keeping the bloodline together. So, uh, yeah, it was it was kind of it was noticeable now that you bring that up. I wonder if that's like, yeah, he just he can't deal with all the stress of dealing with the fracturing. of. I laughed to myself. I was like, ah, I see he dyed his hair because it seemed totally fine uh-huh. like a week ago. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see if they're going to lean into that or is this long term stuff storytelling? Well, I don't know where we are in the story. <laughs> Neither does Cody. <laughs> uh, well, Co- <laughs> that was where Cody had asked uh, asked Jay. Yeah, and he's like, we uh we uh, you feel me? You feel me? And it was just uh, all right. He doesn't know. <laughs> just, is that the one where he goes? Do you feel him, sir? <laughs> you feel him, nice. sir? Uh, all right. Next up. WWE Heavyweight Last Man Standing Championship. Shinsuke. Which was the main event. The main event. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Shinsuke looking pretty cool and all white, though. Yes. Yeah, his entrance looked real good. Uh, <laughs> noting what how they came in, because I did note that you know he, he uh, Shinsuke came in with some interesting garb. But for Seth, I go, came in with his usual Lady Gaga attire. Yep, you said it. <laughs> uh, but man, this match—I think it made me realize I don't know if I like last man standing matches, like just as a step, because it's just—it seems long and drawn out. Because you're, you're, there's no pin or submission now. It's just now is the time when we count to ten and see if the match is over. Oh, it's not. We keep going. And you're like, oh god. Well, I think once you have seen a really good one, it's hard to see any of the other ones that aren't even close to it. Um, I don't think that this was that bad. I think this was pretty good. I gave it, eventually gave it three honks with some of the stuff on it for me. But I can understand if you're not, if they don't even, I'm not particular to this match, but in a last man standing match, if you have so many times where they're counting and then they get through it, you don't want to hear the ref anymore. So, like, you have to build to finally getting to the counts. And if yeah. they do it too early where you're hearing them, like, if they, each guy gets, like, counted, f- like, five, six times, it's like, well, why'd you do the first three? Like, why don't you just yeah. wait a few minutes and see what happens? Like, but, yeah, I don't know. I kind of – I like that I they rolled up the mat really early. They were just like, we're going for this yeah. right away. Um, <laughs> and then – I wasn't in my notes when that happened. I go, we'll be back concrete. <laughs> yes. I meant, I went, we, wow, we went to nunchucks pretty. I didn't think that we were going to go to nunchucks. I didn't so either. I that was interesting. Them. And Shinsuke looking awesome. Like he looked, you know, I, I'm not, when I see nunchucks, I think of one thing. I think of Michelangelo <laughs> from the turtles. And he does things in those movies that I don't think are actual possible with nunchucks. What Shinsuke did is what I hoped to want to at least do with nunchucks as a child. Like, just do it fast <laughs> enough where I can just catch it, catch it with my arm and be like, look, I know what I'm doing. But yeah. I, that, that's all. But, you know, he can't spin it on his finger like it's a basketball like Michelangelo. So <laughs> I, I, he's, I not, this- he's not a black belt. I don't know. And nunchucks. I don't know. Yeah. I, and I agree with your sentiment of this match. It wasn't that it was a bad match. It's just this match, like watching it, made me realize I'm like maybe I'm not into these types of matches. And yeah. but to to 
uh, counteract that point, I gave this match two honks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the one where uh, Shinsuke was up on the turnbuckle and uh, the crowd started singing Seth's song because he was on the table on the outside. They're trying to like, you know, rally him. And uh, I like how Shinsuke was like conducting the crowd and mocking him. And he got the, the double knees onto Seth on the table. Where he, whereas Michael Cole would say, oh my God, he broke his back. And he just starts like listing off a bunch of different possible injuries that could have came from that. <laughs> and I was like, all right, calm down, Michael Cole. Um, and my second one was... Uh, there was a oh, table this, spot where he stayed on his feet that I thought was pretty cool. The mist, the segment with the mist, and I say that because they were up on a ladder next to the announce desk, and Seth was trying to like do a superplex off of it uh, onto the announce desk, but then he got misted. So just all of a sudden, just I was like, oh, um, I don't know. I was, just, I guess I, I didn't know that was in his repertoire, and I oh, don't man. think it is. So it's a new thing that he's doing, and I'm here for it. So. And it yeah. was red. I thought that and was cool. Was so, you know, red. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was a little uncomfortable because I was like, oh, yeah, that's a, oh, missed. Okay. <laughs> He's bleeding. <laughs> I was like, what the hell happened? Uh, but yeah, I Seth gotta, is still the champ. I feel like Seth is on borrowed time. And that's another thing I think that was going against me with this match. I'm just like, it's the same match we saw last pay per view. It's happening again, and are we how like are we going to get another rematch? Are they going to do a different stipulation? And aside from that, they're playing up this injury like Seth's back is real bad, and it's like this man is not long for this belt soon. Like he's got to drop it soon, right? Well, yes. And what I'd say overall, just to talk for a few seconds here, the. The sentiment that I saw online watching this live was, that's the end? That's how the show ends? You're going to have Seth beat Shinsuke twice and be so beaten up with his back and Priest is not going to come out and cash in on him? Like, the fact that they had done like run this match again and then he still overcame again Everyone's like, oh, well, here's Priest. You know, he lost his title earlier in the match. Now he should come out with it. And we got nothing. And I was like, oh, like that that that's how the show ends? So, okay. Well, well Mommy told him not to. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. But, like, seeing how things played out and thinking how what you had seen before from the previous uh, match between these guys, it just made sense for me. And then skipping ahead a little bit to Raw, like, they they – started to do it a little bit and uh drew mcintyre drew mcintyre made sure that it didn't happen so like that's kind of the storyline and we don't know where they're at now but um sticking with uh shinsuke he seems like he moved on to ricochet so i don't know if we're getting a rematch with seth but it was just, I don't know, I enjoyed it, but I agreed with the the audience or the comments I'd seen on the X or the Twitter that I was surprised that there wasn't at least a wannabe or a tried cash-in from Priest and the show. I, I guess I'll say I believed the promo I saw during Fastlane, so I was kind of like, yeah, that is it. Priest is going to listen to Mammy, and uh, they're going to be more calculated with this. But... Um... Yeah, I just uh, I'm happy for Seth and I love Seth as a champion. It's just I don't see how you get out of the story, the corner you've backed him into with the storyline you have going. 
Like he has to either back away and not fight every week, which I'm fine with. Like fighting man's champion doesn't mean you fight every week. It means you fight when you're not like the Miz. You're not like MJF where you're like, oh, you want to fight tonight? Nah. You know, like keep like evading fights and stuff like that. If someone comes up and challenges you, you challenge them. I'd argue 48 hours. You get 48 hours to fight them. You better do it. Otherwise, you know, you're a, you're puss and you're not a great champion. So I, I'm, I'm here for that. And I hope they do that because that is a way you could do that. Because then you'd be like, OK, I got to go. You know, I got to heal. Let me get some like, you know, medical attention. And then, you know, I can be ready for the next challenger by Survivor Series or something, you know? Yeah, I thought that the I lost my point. I was going to say something about Drew and say something about Ah, you should have told me to shut up then. <laughs> no, I'm I but I know that Oh, yeah. No, no, you said that uh like giving him 2 days like I think that was kind of similar to what Drew's kind of doing. Like, hey, I'm not here to jump you and, and to have you fight right now. I want you at 100%. I'll see you at Crown Jewel. That's kind of what they set up for oh, Drew's for fighting Seth at Crown Drew. Yeah, like that's kind of nice. they set it up. And I think there were other reasons for Drew to like interfere so Seth doesn't get beat up. And he's like, hey, if it doesn't involve me, it doesn't involve me, then I don't care. But this time it kind of does because I want Seth to be 100% and blah, blah, blah. So uh, Drew is kind of like walking the line of like babyface and heel on the fence there. Um, it's true. You were calling for it too for a while. You're like, Drew's turning heel. It's happened. Well, not for a while. I mean, but you were on. You were quick on it. Questioning to point his that out. motives. That's what I was getting at. Yes. Sure. And uh, when you said it, and when you know the buzz started happening, and I saw that, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is him being heel. But yeah, now it sounds like he's being like, I'm going heel, or am I? I'm going heel, or am I? I don't know. I could die. They'll, they'll play that. You know, I'm here. What the crowd re- how the crowd reacts to him when he wrestles Seth, Seth, and they'll go from there. And we'll see how we'll see how uh, Drew plays the game here. Yep, yep. So Good yeah, stuff. that was yeah. Uh, that was fast lane. That was Saturday night. Um, stuff happened A on collision, paper, but I didn't really get like I saw some stuff, but I don't really remember. The biggest thing that happened is FTR dropping the belts. Oh shit! Yeah, stuff did happen. I, I mean, that was really cool. I, what, I was just kind of playing off the fact that, like, Tuesday was just kind of so big that I kind of washed away collision, Rampage, Collision, and Raw. Like, it all happened, but, like, yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday Tuesday's the main event. It's, a, it's the big draw. It's the thing that's happening, and it happened literally yesterday. Uh, yesterday, as in we've, we're from recording, not if you're yeah. listening. And it's the first time in a while that we got to watch a Dynamite and then record. It's been so we have a lot we of got, we got we fresh have, dynamite info, fresh <laughs> dynamite info. And then like TBZ had mentioned earlier, he didn't watch the NXT, but I, I have a great T two TV setup right now where I was, I was looking to forward watch, to it too. I have able to watch both at the same time. And I judiciously switched the audio back and forth between different ma- between the two TVs. Um, I probably should have went back and rewatched the Paul Heyman promo because I don't believe Roman Reigns was actually on the show. <laughs> and he just acknowledged that he got his information from Roman. So I was slightly disappointed by that, but we'll get to Wait, it. Wait, I'm not, yeah, I was going to say I'm not following. I, I want to 
I want to pick at that, but we'll we'll get there. We'll yeah, get Roman there. wasn't on the show. That like Paul Heyman right, came was, out, and I thought he was going to announce him, and he wasn't. Uh, he him. Were they feigning it too? I thought like, making you think that. Well, last week they advertised Carmelo Hayes having a match with Braun Breaker, and yeah. John Cena was going to be in his corner. So okay. Paul Heyman ended the show by saying Braun Breaker has been getting advice from Roman Reigns, and he mm. will be in Braun's corner next week. <laughs> so, like, they average. I thought the whole point was that we were going to get Cena and Roman to do a little dust-up, a little Donnybrook, yeah. a little you, something. You, you thought. <laughs> hey, there were other things that I thought that were going to happen on this show, and they did. So you can't be mad at me. The I'm not mad. Three times they advertised NXT. The very end of the promo on either SmackDown or on Raw, you heard Undertaker's gong. So even on the press conference after Fastlane, Cody was like, yeah, and people are talking about that noise that you heard at the end of this uh, NXT promo. So he even brought it up about maybe talking about The Undertaker. So do you want to just jump to that? Do you want to just let's screw it? We'll just jump to that new. And sure, I'm I'm chomping at the bit to say a thing that Christian did that I really appreciated on Dynamite, but okay. let's dig into this first. But the end of the show after the match of the main event between Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker, Which, who won this match? Let's let's at least give them that. Carmelo Hayes won the match, and still, Carmelo Hayes is not the champion. He's not? Oh, so... It wasn't man. a championship match. Okay. I'm it was a rematch of these guys having some epic matches together. They're just running it back in. Carmelo oh, is this won. best friends uh, at a diner having good times and fighting each other? <laughs> yeah, those guys wrestled again. Well, it, just, it was two yeah. of the great guys in NXT that were just going to put on another match because they were trying to load Tuesday, title, title Tuesday. Anyway, <laughs> they had a great match. Carmella won, and then immediately Braun Breaker beat the crap out of him. Braun Breaker, because it said like badass on, on his shirt, said that he's the number one badass in WWE. And I went, I know an American badass that's going to have a problem with this. <laughs> and you heard... And then... You heard the motorcycle, and you heard, unfortunately, Kid Rock's music. I am American Badass! And we heard the American Badass with the Undertaker and his motorcycle come down the ring and said, he talked too long. It was like, boy, you're, there's Badass here, and I'm the only bad. And he, he hit him boy, once. He let him me in the face. tell you a thing. Yeah, it, was, it was slow. He should have just did his move and just left. But... <laughs> I'm impressed that man's still alive. I mean, like, I know he's alive, but just like, my God, he's still, they're still rolling him out. You were just happy that it was the short NXT ramp, but there was a motorcycle to help him to get there. <laughs> yeah, I said the pre-show, I was like, I see they went with the entrance that gets him out the fastest. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he punched Braun, and then he did a pretty good choke slam and said that, you know, you might be great, but there's always a an older, bigger, more badass guy around the corner. And then kind of left. And I go, see, he's not retired. Ah, like, 
I don't, no. I don't know. You, no, he is not. That man's still doing the one is the last man standing uh, one man show or whatever. That's just a that's just an Undertaker TED talk. That's all that is. Okay, they're rolling him out still is what I mean to say. But that's he's not any wrestling. The he's not wrestling. No, 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 no. But, but you know what I mean? Like he, He's not like retired IP. They're like, no, we still pump out The Undertaker. You want, yeah. you know, they're not going to get Ric Flair back in and be like, he's in another match. Let's get him doing some other stuff. No, but The Undertaker, he's he's a lifer. So that's how the NXT show ended. Uh, yeah. We're jumping around over it, but do you want to start with the the way the show? Let's just point out. So, how many? Like, like, let, let's just paint the picture of NXT right now. They've had Cody Rhodes, John Cena, and Undertaker on this episode of NXT. Uh, they had more. Who else? Okay, so I'm gonna. You know what? How about I run through everything that happened in NXT real quick, and then we'll talk about the stuff that happened on AEW. Your your NXT. Yeah, I, I, it's I'm not, not an NXT now. minute. It's the unofficial it's NXT minute. minute. Okay. I was just gonna say, Mister uh, Rizzo's hot wrestling but... minute, and I was like, it's not a minute either. Damn it. <laughs> Cody on. came out and he said "yeet," and then the crowd chanted "yeet, yeet, yeet, yeet." Okay. Anyway, um, he said that he, was had two he had two announcements, and that there's a women's breakout tournament right now. And there'll be a men's breakout tournament after, and that they're bringing back the Dusty Cup. What are those tournaments for? These breakout tournaments? It's just new wrestlers that you haven't seen are in a little tournament. That they're they're going to have on NXT. I don't know. I wonder. The winner probably gets a shot at the NXT title. Are those matches in this breakout tournament happening somewhere you can watch like NXT. they're on nxt and this yes. episode was the second of the matches there was one last week and then there was one this week they've shown the bracket yeah yeah i got yeah. you so and then they'll do one with the men in a couple weeks but they're doing it again with dusty cup was the same thing but for tag teams so they're bringing right. that back yep his three tournaments coming at ya. his other was that they eventually set up a match between Ilya Dragunov and Dominic Mysterio for the NXT title. Cody got to be tonight's special guest GM of NXT. Yep. Thanks, Shawn Michaels. That this match needed a special guest referee. Oh, John Cena? It was going to be none other than L.A. Knight. Yeah! So LA Knight oh. was the referee for the Dominic uh Ilya Dragunov match and he did a great job of keeping Judgment Day out of the match. Like Dominic or Finn tried to jump them and LA Knight punched Finn and kept them out of the ring. Like LA nice. Knight did a, he also wore jeans, Timberlands, a vest and sunglasses while being the ref and I'm like this is great. This is great. This is fun. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. We also had uh, Asuka versus uh, Roxanne Perez with Shotzi on commentary. Shotzi wow. came out and kept somebody out of the ring, so they had something pretty cool going on there. Isn't Doesn't she have news as well? Who's Who's that? Shotzi. I don't know if she had news. She's going to be hosting Halloween oh, Havoc. yes, you're right. You, thank you. Yes, she had news that she was, uh, again, going to be hosting Halloween Havoc. So is that? 
Then I think the longest match of the night was Brawling Brutes versus Gallus and Pub Rules. And there was a dartboard. There was pub rules. There was a table with peanuts and beer. Is, is this was, is this a Donnybrook match? Is this yes, a street was. fight? Yes, is this was. a Cincinnati uh, street fight or whatever? You know all those things. Uh, uh the big strong boy Tyler Bate. He used the pool cue the way you're supposed to. He didn't hit someone over the uh, back with it. He he went by the stairs and he used it like he was actually hitting pool and he poked someone in the eye with it. <laughs> and then they had a dartboard and they put someone's hand on it. They stabbed his hand with a dart. And I'm like, that's that's a cool spot. Okay. This, this is re- this is making me feel like this is a match where Sanjay Dutt is a part of. Oh yeah, but it's just because zany it was- chaos. It was any chaos, but it was a bunch of guys who just drink and fight each other. So it was a little bit more, a little more rough, a little more over the top than just some fun. Okay. Um, so it it was it went long. It was pretty good, but that was pretty crazy. Um, then you had Le- uh, Lyra, Valkyria, and Tegan Knox kind of talk to each other for a little bit. John Cena came out. Braun Breaker punched John Cena. Oh, okay. I mean, if Austin Theory could do it. Okay, now here's the most fun thing that I think you're going to enjoy. John Cena, I'm sorry, Cody met with the Don of NXT, Tony D'Angelo, and uh, Stax Lorenzo. And they're trying to figure out who should be the number one contenders for their title match. And he talked all bada boom, bada bing, and Cody didn't understand what he was saying. Okay. So then he's like, listen, I'm I'm a southern boy. I don't know what you said. Stax breaks it down for him about how they're going to have a battle, a tag team battle royale. If one person goes over the rope, then both tag team, uh, both participants in the tag team are eliminated. Once they get two tag ma- teams left, then they have a standard tag match. And the winner of that gets to face them at a pay- get the next PLE. And they agreed to it because he's the GM, but they're going to call it the Bada Bing, Bada Boom Battle Royale. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, oh, DBZ is going to love this. The Bada Bing, Bada Boom Battle (laughs) Royale. So dumb. (laughs) Um, Uh, Awesome. I'm going to have to tune in NXT now. When is that happening? Next week? uh, Oh, no, it's just in in life because they got to do that whole tag team battle royale. The bat, the bada boom, bada bing, battle royale is next week Tuesday. Oh wow! Yeah, and then <laughs> the winner of that faces the family for the title. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, yeah, what title? Had, the tag titles? The tag titles. Okay, they're uh, tag titles. That was and beyond then, me. I yeah, didn't. we had um, Baron Corbin did a little something with uh, Ilya Dragunov, and I think those guys are going to go at it eventually. Um. We had the and not before then, Mysterio does. Yeah, and then I think there was also the one match that we mentioned for the ladies uh, breakout tournament between uh, Donnie Palmer and Lola Vice. And I actually was this match was pretty good, and I I thought it was going to go the opposite way, so I was really surprised that Palmer lost. So it was kind of I was like, oh, cool, a new star. All right, let's see what she does. Gave it, I gave it two honks. It was a good match. Um, and then there was a segment with Chase U, and then I think the main event. Chase so that was there was a lot going on. There, there was a Jijack sighting at one point with something, but yeah, I think that was about it. There was a lot yeah, going man. on in NXT. 
and not a lot of titles though you know it was just just that one well there was just the one title match yes there's just the one title match and yeah. it was booked onto the show it wasn't anything you knew about going in there wasn't any title matches of people like advertised on the card and to be but, honest, you know, it's title it Tuesday. You can't, wrestling. You, you can't have it title, title Tuesday, Tuesday by NXT standards. It was just the Tuesday. What are you talking about? NXT? NXT every Tuesday is title Tuesday. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> I only thought it was title Tuesday because it was Tony Khan's birthday. Because, no, they've done title Tuesday before, I think, when it was, when I think, I thought they were just doing it for the alliteration purposes, you know? Yep. Yeah. But so. Yeah. So, that was the way of us kind of going through everything on NXT. So I that was NXT. To go back and forth of like what was happening at what time, but it was it was difficult. But well, you, you failed, got to watch sir. Good stuff on AEW. Um, I, I both put before we're getting into AEW. Watching both of them at the same time, I saw some like very big differences between the two shows. Of like one just putting on some great matches of some great stars that the matches themselves will tell some story that bleed over to other things. And NXT was, they had a couple little things that happened in the ring, but it was mostly just like a lot of big production and guys on screen. And I can like both, but they were very different. That's all I'm saying. I I liked both, but I understand how different the two of them are. Um, Yeah, it's, it's real. The first time I really seen how different these companies are was when I'm really watching them at the same time. Yeah, you can because feel the it first, for sure. Mostly the first half an hour of AEW was Swerve versus Danielson. Yeah, that commercial free half hour was this match. <laughs> I do want to specify that only NXT was a commercial free half hour. AEW was a commercial-free 45 minutes that gave you two picture-in-pictures and then didn't have its first commercial until about an hour in. Picture-in-picture is a commercial, though. No, it did. I know. I'm saying that it was. But, like, they went a full 45 minutes without having anything. Then they had two picture-in-pictures. Then they had their first commercial an hour in. I'm saying, like, they had a full 45 minutes of no commercials. Sure. Then the first P and P, then another P and P, and then at nine o'clock they went. To, uh, I think it was eight fifty-seven. I think I wrote down was the first actual commercial. Hmm. NXT was like, oh, it's eight thirty-one commercial. Let's go. <laughs> we're we only paying for thirty minutes. Where that's it. <laughs> they know where their bread's buttered. You know, speak. I don't know if that. I don't know. I don't maybe think of this, but you know, I want to figure out who we have this conversation with. I'm not sure if it's Brandon Thurston or who else we need to get on the show, but a little bit different off the wall here. I want to find out what is it that the specific companies think of they want out of a specific customer of theirs. Do they expect them to spend so much money throughout the year, buy so many pay-per-views, buy some merch? Like what is the perfect customer that they want or they're advertising for? I don't know who it is that we got. An- We're not going to do that now, but like. Well, I got that answer for you. The perfect customer is the one that buys everything. Well, I guess that's the perfect <laughs> customer. I understand no, that. But what is the one that like, if we get this, we got them as a customer. Like how, 
I don't know. What are they advertising? What do they expo- expect to get? We expect them to spend how much? That would be a question for someone like Brandon Thurston. Yeah. Or someone that works in the company of how they, you know, we expect them to buy this many pay-per-views a year and spend this much money and buy this many live events. Like, I don't know. Well, I got to figure out a better way to ask that question and who the right person is to ask. But AEW started off hot with Christian Cage in the, uh, in the uh, booth. Telling us when to start. That was wasn't cool. That was in the truck. Ah. Because he was like, he yelled, he goes, all right, some asshole start the show. Yeah. And then you can hear him in the background, like, camera one, like, start. He was in the, like, the production truck. Right. So, yeah, did you have something to say about Christian Cage's speech to start the show? Or was it during the main event? Uh, both. I mean, my, my one comment would be, I like how he said that he procured those first 30 minutes of commercial free. Uh, yes. I love how he stole that from TK. He made that. Hey, nothing is safe with Christian around her, right? If you do oh. it, it's him doing it. Okay. By so proxy. Nope. Someone pointed this out to me on a podcast I listened to, and I cannot believe I missed it. Okay. We got to go back a little bit on wrestle dream. Did you happen to see the beginning and like the opening ceremonies where they had Tony Khan out there with, um, oh my God, I forget who the other guy is that's with the best friends that you, um, Rocky Romero, because he's affiliated with New Japan and helped do this. And then two of Inoki's grandsons. Or no, no, they were. I've not seen what you're talking about. Okay, it was like right before the show. It was just a little ceremony before the whole show started on the pre-show where they had Tony Khan had the red um, um, scarf on that was an Oki scarf that he got as a gift from his the grandsons and everything. And okay. as they're doing the ceremony, they showed Christian Cage in the background watching the ceremony on a TV. And at first, and when I was watching it, I just thought that it was like a production error that like, hey, why are they showing Christian Cage in the back when like they're doing the ceremony thing? Well, they pointed out, I think it might have been on uh, on We Watch Wrestling, that was the gimmick was like those two guys no longer have their grandfather or father there. So Christian Cage was just watching on screen because there was two kids in the ring that didn't have a father. <laughs> and he was just continuing the the gimmick of like, oh, you need a father figure in your life. Oh, your dad's dead or whatever. And I got to be there and check out what's going on. It was just like, damn, I can't believe they did it for that too. He's all their fathers. Father of the year. Father of the year. Because that's the difference between – between him and you know other people like he's not their leader he's their father yes which that was more near the end of what i wanted to touch on all but, right well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll jump into aew we don't need to jump around but yeah so you know christian cage came out strong with a promo at the beginning of aew um and then yeah i mean moving on on a roll for here on aew what do you got mr rizzo we had Brian Danielson versus Swerve, and I've always thought of Swerve as a as a contender, as someone that could be in the main title picture. 
after watching him against Danielson, I was more impressed. Like, this guy should be the face of a company. Like, we talked about how awesome he looked. And, like, last week of him looking smooth in the ring with his moves. And this time I was just like, well, he can grapple with Danielson. And then he can beat the shit out of someone, too. And I didn't realize, like, his size when he's until he's standing up next to Danielson doing some of that stuff. And, yeah, it was awesome. Just the stomps on the rope uh, or off the rope. And then just the fact that he could go toe-to-toe with Danielson grappling for a little bit was really cool. Like I Swerve riding that. high from Wrestle Dream. He did look sharp in this match. Danielson's yes. doing a good job elevating a lot of talent this year on his, quote, go-home tour of wrestling. Like, he's definitely taking on matches that I didn't think would I was like, oh, okay. I didn't think these two would cross paths so soon, you know? Yes, yes. But yeah, a good match. And uh, uh, I'm trying to see. I, I have a note indicating like the shenanigans that happened at the end with Swerve. Yeah, like Paige came out to make sure that stuff didn't happen with Prince Nana. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, Swerve was trying to cheat with using his crown because uh, Prince Nana left it and he's distracting the ref, but then Hangman interfered, allowing Danielson to win. Uh, And it is noted that this match was for a contendership to take on Christian Cage on Collision. Yep. So that was the step there. Uh, So now Danielson is going to fight Christian Cage for the TNT belt. Do you think he's going to win? You don't think Danielson he's going to lose to Christian Cage? If he does, it's going to be because of Luchasaurus somehow. Yeah, it, it's, this is what I mean, though. It's like, it's interesting. This I thought they were, like, once I found out that Stip was hit. Speculation. Yeah, once I heard that Stip on this match, I thought it was going to be Swerve. Because I was like, I don't think Christian is going to lose this belt. And giving Danielson an L right now seems very bad, especially since you force-fed him that victory on Sabre. Like, I I also agreed, or I was on the same page going, when I looked at the card, I went, ooh, they're going to give they're gonna give it to Swerve. They're going to give it to Swerve. They're going to put Swerve over and have him wrestle Christian Cage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then it didn't like happen. A, like a Brian loss Danielson there. Danielson was the victor. Yep. So, uh... Interesting. It'll be interesting. I expect him to lose because I didn't think Christian would lose the belt this soon. He, he feels like he's got he's got legs. Yeah, we got. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. We, we, had, we see we had what, a Joe vignette. That was kind of cool. He's go. He's got his long road to go after Max. We're going to get a rematch with him and Max down the road after he beats the crap out of a bunch of people. And we did get that promo. And then we got what? I first called a squash match between Jericho and Powerhouse Hobbs, but uh, I also noted spoke too soon on the squash match, <laughs> as it seems Jericho's turn. It's like he got his chance to shine, should I say? Yeah, it was it, a back and forth struggle. It did go for nine minutes, <laughs> but Powerhouse Hobbs came out strong. I was like, this feels like a this feels like Wardlow from last week where he's like, here, let me come out and powerbomb this dude five times. And then you can ring the bell and say this match is over because I am dominant. Yeah, I thought it was really cool for Jericho to let us let himself get his ass beat that much. It was kind of similar to what I thought with Cena earlier yeah. in, the, in the. That's a good league. comparison. That's exactly how I feel about this match. Yeah, it was like, oh, wow, you're. 
you're putting over powerhouse pretty good, making yourself get tossed around by him. And then to continue the injury angle they had later with him being, they announced it during the show, like uh, Jericho's been taken to a local me- uh, hospital to get checked out. They didn't say local medical facility. Sorry. That was just, it was in my head. He, I just, I almost said it. But no, they said anyway, he needed attention. And then, but before he left, they had, you know, Daniel Garcia go to check on him. And uh, Matt Menard was like, we're better than this. What are you doing? And he's like, yeah, what are you doing? What the hell? We're humans. I'm checking on the sea if he sees it's okay. So I don't know. I don't like that. I, I can see Daniel Garcia. Well, I mean, Matt Menard should be on the same page as Garcia going. You don't hey, like what's happening page, between. But are you okay? Like, yeah, that's you don't all. like what. You don't like what Daddy Magic's thrown out. I got gotcha. you. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm. Yeah, I, I. Good on you, Daniel Garcia. You know, like you can see how mature he is right now. He's like, listen, I get it. it's business. I need to go out there and be my own man. I can't just suckle at the teat of the JAS. <laughs> yes, yes, but, yes. Uh, yeah, Matt Menard's got a chip on his shoulder, and I don't blame him though. Like it, that's a complicated mess. All right, Jericho has has wound his web of lies and deceit and narcissism and it's caused all this complicated mess between the gang i mean hager doesn't love this hat anymore i just yeah i don't he stared we are on the darkest timeline right now yeah you're yes yes we are (laughs) yes we are we got the cole vignette we got more with adam cole i'm sorry did we mention the winner (laughs) <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. AEW's got an Adam problem. They've got too many Adams. So I saw a picture of after the fact of Brian Danielson, Adam Copeland, and Soraya all in the ring today. Like after the show, just like a random picture of them in it. And it says they have all won at Next Strong Awareness. Or the champions of next strong month. Like I'm like, you know what? That's that's pretty good. Okay, I like that's it. Pretty good, yeah. But yeah, this uh, Roderick Strong promo we have it's uh, it's continuing the storyline uh, of Roderick abusing his friendship with Adam and making yeah, him do like a, a ton of shit. Which I was telling my wife this. I was just like, you know, having gone through this personally, it feels a little sketchy that it's like he's making him do all this shit. While he's waiting to get his surgery, I I couldn't imagine doing any of this shit while waiting for my surgery. Keep in mind, it seems like Adam's taking weeks to get his where I got mine like the next day or like a a day or two. That story, I think he did already have a surgery. Well, no, here's the problem, though. I originally they're like, yeah, you'll go like next week or something. I was like, wow, okay, I guess my leg's okay. And then later they go, actually, no, this is real bad. We got to get you in sooner. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) But so like. It is realistic. Like normally they're just like, oh, surgery. Yeah. Okay. You can wait for it. The thing is I was thinking, so when I had broken it, I was in a sling and I'm imagining it in that lens. So Adam is in a, an actual cast. So in a cast, I think I would be a little bit more like able to move around because he's got crutches and stuff. And, and Roderick gifted him that cool little scooter thing, which I didn't get, but I could have, and that would have made me more mobile. So in the last vignette, what was he doing in the house? What were they doing at the house? Moving furniture. Do? Yeah, like, I can almost agree with the moving the furniture and doing the stuff in the house. I'll, but I'll mowing the lawn. But no, no, no. <laughs> I love it, too. There's too many wheels with the scooter. Like, yeah. it doesn't work. 
and it's on the grass. What if it gets caught or something? And I love it. He's just like, why can't they do it? And, and first of all, I love how Roderick is showing how useless the kingdom is. He's like, I mean, look at these guys. I can't do anything. <laughs> but we do have to get to my favorite thing of the promo of finding out who is the, oh, crap, I'm going to get it wrong. But who is like the most neck awareness animal? Like, what did they say about the giraffe? It was a giraffe. I don't remember what he said, but yeah, it was the, the most uh, the most neck animal in the in the animal kingdom. And he's like, he's not wrong. Those things beat each other with their heads and necks. Like you can get killed by one of them by getting hit, like kicked. Strongest in the necks the in the business. But that's it. If neck strong is the giraffe, I like that. I wonder if uh, I wonder if their favorite anime is Attack on Titan. <laughs> In this anime, in order to take down the Titans, you have to attack the uh, the nape of the neck. So you got to have a strong neck to stay out there. Nice. Uh, anywho, I like the continuity in this promo because as this is ending, Adam mentions about how there's no cell reception and there's no TV. Yeah, I was just going to say that right now. That cell reception thing really upset me later on the show. <laughs> so uh, now we have the IC belt championship. Uh, the international championship. So I don't know why I put championship. It's just the IC match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anywho, uh, this was a good match. I mean, for these two boys, they're both banged up. They the announcers felt like they really were driving home a whole the the champion of this belt has had to relinquish it due to injury. Orange Cassidy had to, and he lost it to Moxley. Moxley now had to drop it to uh, Ray Phoenix. Uh, and Phoenix is injured in this match. I saw a uh, part of he was trying to do, you know, that move where he kind of like rolls forward and goes up for uh, DDT. He tries to jump and his back gives out and he's like, ah, yeah, work on so, the back. Yeah, they're just like they're working the injury angle a lot. But um, do you have you have anything, Mr. Rizzo? I was going to just be the throw the cat out of the bag here. Well, yeah, it was it was pretty solid how it looks like they flip flopped back to where they were a few weeks ago with. With Orange Cassidy as the champion. Um, and new. And new. Um, so I did like how he brought the backpack with him to the to the ring, even though it was empty, because he, he yeah. knew that he was going to need it. Um, <laughs> it's Wade C. He knew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the match was also the match was also six minutes. It was shorter yeah. than the Jericho Hobbs match. Wow. I I knew I was going to blow your mind. I knew that was going to blow your mind. It didn't feel like it, though. No, because Jericho got more. Because the other guys got all their stuff in just a lot quicker, like Phoenix and Orange Cassidy. Oh, it was a more exciting match to watch is what you're saying? It wasn't a plotting beatdown from Powerhouse. That's what it wasn't. (laughs) Um, It wasn't let me lick my lips and be like, yeah, I'm a murder this man. (laughs) But set it up with like Beach Break and then the Orange Punch. Was just like one two well, baby. He's not coming back after that. And no sir, no sir. OC has the title. And the did he catch they, him with the mouse trap as well? By the way, I think he I, got him in the. I don't. In that. I don't think that's how he finished him, but it might be. I don't. I don't recall. I was anyway. going to point out that he seemed like he was still like in shock of what had just happened, and when he rolled, <laughs> yeah, out they of the mentioned ring, that. It looks like reality's kicking in. (laughs) Well, he was slightly surprised about the people who were next to him, and it was the best friends. He was kind of like, well, uh, uh, oh, it's you guys. Oh, okay. Like, he was still, like, in the zone of, like, I'm I'm focused here. So, 
Did, did he ever him. get a break? I got to ask him. Did he ever get a break? <laughs> no. That man's been wrestling. But he also wanted it. When he didn't have a belt, he was like, all right, I'm just going to wrestle with Hook now and do other weird stuff. So, I mean, okay. he's all right. So, moving on to the show, we're probably going to talk about one of the more controversial things that I think our little group talked about on this. And that would be uh, Tony Storm, timeless Tony Storm and her silent films. <laughs> yeah. So they announced that they were silent, and they specifically had them at two P and P picture and picture moments. Yep. To get you to watch, even though there wasn't any audio, did not watch. But to be <laughs> honest, they worked with the sound. Like I understood that they were silent films, but I needed to hear the music. I needed to hear the forties, fifties music in that. No, you uh, didn't. No, but that's what she was reacting to in the show, in the in the thing. She was reacting to the music in the yeah. thing, and she was in like acting out, like getting ready and sitting down in a car and driving away. And I'm then playing devil's there, advocate, and yeah. This, uh, and it was like, well, okay, I see what they did, but it would be funnier for us if we can hear the 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 audio. And I hold on, real quick, DBZ. I was looking at it going, okay, anyone who actually really wants to watch this are going to search and watch this online. You don't even have to search. This is all I was going to say. I saw a Reddit post that had the original clip so you can see it. And I was like, anyone who wants to see it is going to be able to see it. If they don't, and it it doesn't matter if they don't. Like it, it's it's fun for the people that care, and that's all that matters. So I wasn't hating on like they didn't do her dirty by it not coming on. It was it was specifically put to a do a former, certain thing, and I was like, it's okay, it's okay. A former host co-host had uh, said it was an atrocity that this happened. Disrespect. The disrespect. <laughs> disrespect. And I was the blatant like, disrespect. And my response disrespect. was the plan. <laughs> that, that was the plan. <laughs> I um, I liked seeing you guys talk about that, and then I watched it, and I just loved my reaction because when I saw the second one, I go, "Dear God, are they trying to replay it so we can see the actual <laughs> skit they put in picture picture?" I was like, "Boys, you fucked up big time here." And I, the only reason I thought that is because the prior week when the audio fucked up for Adam Cole's segment, they replayed it later, so you yes. could get it. So that's what I thought happened, and I was just like, oh, God, you guys can't win with this. Because <laughs> I couldn't tell, because it's in picture-picture, and there's no sound, and she looks like she's doing the same. I don't know. She's doing her, I'm freaking out and being weird, and I'm timeless. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You're losing your mind. <laughs> like, yep. It all looks the same to me, so I just thought it was the same clip. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> I did, I did like her, like her, her bit before these things we're talking about when she was with uh, RJ City. She's just like... <laughs> I wrote in my notes, I was like, she says she's timeless. I don't know what that means, but here we are. I'm timeless. Timeless! <laughs> oh, man. Tony Storm, you are a hoot. She's on one. I love it. I love it. She is on one, that's for sure. Um, in, Moving on. In, in an entire minute of a match... Seidel got his ass kicked by Wardlow, and he was. I'm glad to see KO. I'm glad to see Matt Seidel has achieved jobber status. Well, he had been wrestling with Cutler and um, <laughs> sure. 
And but he didn't Cabana even get an entrance for this match. They just like here's Wardlow's entrance, and uh, also in the match, I said, "Oh, hey, I'm here!" Like I'm shocked they even showed his title card. But like that was the plan. The plan was come in. I'm gonna I'm a new power bomb you like three or four times, and then he we'll lost in a TKO. I don't remember them doing much of that before in AEW. That was last week. It happened last week. But like, I'm just saying, like, that's the shtick that they're telling us, like, that he's yeah, knocked out. the symphony again. all over again. Well, the symphony is one thing, but he would still have to pin him. Like, that part is what I think is new. Of Yeah, the they doing. removed the boring part. They just went, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> We're good here. You don't have to pin him. Okay. You've done your own. It sounds like you and our former co-hosts are on the same page about being, quote, Bored from Wardlow. I'm on War. I'm here for Wardlow, but I'm here to see Wardlow fight somebody. Not let me do a symphony and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can. I mean, I like how many more weeks are we going to do this? We do this for a month. Are we going to go all the way to full gear? Well, you know, I guess nation is speculation. What would be the plan if they did that with a few guys? The only thing that would make sense would be either like a a rematch with Powerhouse. Something get him in the mix for the TNT belt. Have him fight Christian Cage. Yeah, or I don't know. Uh, you're right. I'm I'm not sure what they do with them. Then I'm not sure what the plan. They've is. got options. I, and I'm not saying like I want it now. I'm just saying it's just like okay, yeah. Wardlow fought more jobbers. I I at least like the fact that they can compare other like talent that aren't actually jobbers to be like yeah, just go get squashed by Wardlow. Anyhow, right, right. anyhow, let's keep it moving on. Hangman Jay Page. White, real good match. Uh, I would Love say this that this match. was... It was amazing. Remember how he said Collision always has a really decent match? This felt like a Collision match to me. Well, unlo- just like the Danielson match with Swerve, it was like mm-hmm. this was a long, epic pay-per-view match that they put on a regular week of TV. You know what I mean? They had yeah. multiple... T- had multiple. Another pay-per-view? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just meant in, in terms of how long and how epic this match was. It wasn't like something done just for TV time. Like, it yeah. was great. I loved everything about it. I also think that because of this match and what I've seen the last few weeks, I may dress up like Prince Nana for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you can I, do stupid-ass dance. Hey, that's my dance. It's not stupid. It looks dumb. <laughs> Stop making fun of my dance. Well, you know what? You know what my problem is? Maybe I'm not watching the right person putting it on. So now you got to dance for me. I dance, monkey, dance. Don't, don't. You're walking the line there. You're walking the line. Um, All right. Just, well, anyway, I like the way he dances, and I realized I can actually do it. So that's why. Said, ever since you mentioned it, I've been watching him, and I'm just like, this dance. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I'm like, I can actually pull that off. That's why it works. I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean. Anywho. This yeah. was a good match. Uh, MJF came out and cut a promo. He wants his belt back. Uh, Wait, you yeah. got to mention how the guys came out from the gun from the from the. Gun oh, gun. they came out on big wheels. Uh, the tricycles. Oh my god! Sure. The big wheels <laughs> were. Oh my god! It, it worked great too because card then they blade. had like they had card blade attached to it, so you just see him like kind of coming from behind Jay White. You're like, how's he walking? What's going on here? Yeah, Gun Club great. doing great. Like, uh, I, I would say I would, I would always watch the Gun Club wherever they are. I'm like, they're up. Okay, I'm gonna watch this. I have it on my notes. This was what. The, uh, well, it might not have been at the exact same time, but 
at 8.57 p.m. was the first time that both shows were at commercial. Huh. What and time? I went, oh, 8.57. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. I can go pee. Because <laughs> I wasn't the missing anything. I wasn't missing anything. I had commercials on both shows. All right, I got to go real quick. You know, I didn't have to pee. I'm just saying this would be the time. Um, but we got, without going into more two details, though, we're just probably going to skip to the end of MJF and Jay White going at it back and forth. Um, Juice Robinson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I understand what they're doing. That was slightly, I was slightly uncomfortable with it as way as MJF would be, and I mean, I would think that everything on there is, is um, you know, talked about beforehand, and everyone's up to snuff about what everything's going to be doing. So it's not looked like uh, Juice sprung that on MJF as a uh, as a talking point for their match, but. That is going to piss off some certain people, and i i I hope that I hope people can learn from it. That's 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 I guess I don't know how to say else other than that. I kind of the kinda only like thing we can do doing. is move on. What well, kind of I kind of like what they're I kind of like what they're doing. They're kind of walking the line really, really, really tight there with what they're the, the subject matter that MJF has talked about in the past. So. Just having yeah. quarters at all mentioned is just touchy, so i like to see where it'll end. We'll see. Well, we can get to the part that the continuity kicks in. Um, yeah, I mean, MJF confirms that in that promo where he said, uh, you know, Juice is opening up old wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that specifically to Adam Cole. Uh, we, Renee tries to get something from MJF backstage, and he's like, I'm not, I can't be interviewed right now. I just yeah, gotta talk it to was bro, the Chacho. realest I've seen him for a minute. He was just he like, didn't say bro Chacho, his friend or whatever. Like, yeah, he was serious. He wasn't cutting wise or cracking wise or whatever. His his mask was off. Is we'll it say. was the most emotional I'd seen Max on TV. He was just yeah. like, yeah, I need a minute. I'll so he calls me. Adam Cole, and Adam Cole can't talk to him because he has terrible server service because he's at Roderick Strong's house. That's I love right. that continuity. I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, why does he keep it? Why does this even matter? The promo's ending. We'll see it next week. I got to be honest. As much as I've been loving and I'm on board with all the stuff, I've always looked at MJF that's just, you know, our scumbag. <laughs> but... This is the first time I kind of like really felt bad for him. I'm like, he really needs his buddy here for a minute. Like, this is this is rough for him, but he can't even get the dude on the phone. Like, like I understand he's not there for him and he's not helping him fight his battles, but he can't even talk to him on the phone. No. So yeah, but I, I will say this: I didn't feel bad for him because you know what? He's the champ, man. He's got to be ready to take on anything. They're not they're not coming for Adam Cole. They're coming for the champ. And he never got into this business thinking he would have Adam Cole as a friend to do that. So he's gonna use this to better himself because I don't think that he's gonna drop the title to Jay White. But I I feel like he just needs a little bit of emotional support. Look at the last person who unrightfully took a belt from them. Which speaking of we get to the main event of AEW. It's uh, it's Adam Copeland's first match against Luchasaurus. Whoa, we skipped something. We skipped the women's match. Yeah, we crowned a new champion, and you skipped that. 
we crowned Sheeta got the title belt off of Soraya, which kind of surprised me because I wasn't expecting that. And she's the first three-time AEW champion. I think she is. Pretty, I think it was pretty good that the crowd was here for that. Um, the crowd was happy, that, and I'm happy that she gets her flowers a little bit of like from before when she really had her first title reign. We talked before it was kind of during COVID, so I don't know. Yeah, no, that the that is exciting. Uh, all the titles on Title Tuesday actually switch hands. Yeah, well, yes, okay. It's there Title you. Tuesday, baby. Eddie Kingston kept his belt in the pre-show, but I understand what you're saying. Oh, but did we see that? It wasn't on the production. We did not. (laughs) I did. We did not. (laughs) Was it on the broadcast? I was on YouTube at 730, like advertised. Ah, not on the broadcast. Got it. Not on the product. It's a a, show advertised before the day before telling you tomorrow at YouTube at 730. Watch this free show. We're talking about we're talking about dynamite on on TNT. The the production that got put on and the matches that are happening on it. Gotcha. I mean, you want to talk about that match? We can rewind time and go back to it now. (laughs) Let's get to the main event. Main event of the evening for AEW was Adam Copeland's first match, and you think you know him, versus Luchasaurus. I liked Christian's promo before this because he called... So this is the thing I wanted to mention on Christian. He called out Judgment Day in this promo. He did. Quote, I didn't take a ragtag group, dress them up like it's Halloween, and convince them they're tough guys. And I was just did like, he, when he I heard that, I like said I'm their leader. No, he said know. that they were tough guys. Okay. Okay. They were two separate thoughts. He made a he made a jab at Judgment Day, and then he goes, "You know what your problem is? You were trying to be their leader. I'm not their leader. I'm their father." <laughs> Which also kind of weird. Like, so I was thinking about that. So Christian fathered a prehistoric half man, half dinosaur. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm just gonna go dirty here. I just always think he's in it for their mothers. So maybe there's something about Luchasaurus's mom that we don't know about. Okay, oh those small hands. <laughs> Ooh, okay, yeah. So know. like any other time with Nick Wayne or somebody else, he's always asking about how's mom doing. So that just Speaking I'm just of going moms. Chris, no holds bar. Christian calls out Beth. Yeah, I, you know what I got out of that was a, I kind of got an O Wendy vibe. I don't yeah, know. it was a very O Wendy vibe. <laughs> oh, which, bad! <laughs> which basically provokes Christian, or which provokes uh, Adam Copeland to just come booking it. He doesn't even play to the crowd. He's just like, it's go time. Which I don't blame him because Beth, Beth is a saint. You don't, you don't besmirch the name of of Beth like that, Christian. Nope, nope, nope. Not the, do I say it, or are you going to get mad? You say it. The pride of Canisius College? <laughs> the very same. The very same. <laughs> uh, but yes, yes. Um, and then it was learned. kind of a cool match. I liked it. That was good. It was. I learned Luchasaurus has a new move. The Extinction Lariat. Oh, that, that works. Does that mean <laughs> if he hits it on himself, he's done? Yeah, I was just like, I, uh, while I was watching it at work, I heard that. I was like, 
wait, what? <laughs> what the hell is this move? Uh, I thought this this was very much like earlier in the uh, earlier in Dynamite when I was like, man, this is a squash match. Adam Copeland's just getting thrown around this ring by Luchasaurus. Yeah, that I was like that that they're not going to do that dirty. And so you watch this at work or whenever you watch. So you probably didn't have an yeah. idea of time frame. The way that they scheduled this match or they told about, told us about it was multiple times throughout the show. They advertised it going on a 10-minute 10, 10 runoff or runover or overrun is what they meant to say. Spillage. <laughs> they didn't start the match until 9.57. So I was like, oh, this is going to go for a minute because there's no way they're ending it in three minutes with him getting his ass beaten and then end the show. So right. I was like, oh, they're going that full 10 minutes over. Okay. Because actually, yeah. by that point, when the ma- basically as the match started, NXT ended, and then uh, there was nothing else for me to watch for NXT because they didn't have an overrun. They ended with Undertaker putting Braun down, and then I'm like, yeah. cool. Now I get to see the finish of Luchasaurus and Christian Cage. So, all right, cool. And boy, was it chaotic too. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But uh, yeah, the match was good. Um, they, uh, I thought they did a. It was a good. Starting match for Adam. God, I keep wanting to say Edge. I got, I got to resist that urge right now. Yeah, we got to. Hopefully, he does something, or he changes his character, or some other nickname for him, so we can start calling him that. You know, like you know, the rated like our the superstars. Easy to remember because I do, yeah. I do like the finish to this match where the ref uh, had got distracted by Nick Wayne because he was trying to attack uh, Adam. Um, and while that's happening, uh, Christian runs down with the belt and tries to hit him with it, but uh, Adam steals it and uh, hits Luchasaurus with it, takes out Nick Wayne, and then spears Luchasaurus for the win. Yeah, then the way they made it seem, it was almost like Luchasaurus was questioning whether or not Christian hit him with the belt or Adam did. <laughs> like later, Luchasaurus was, he was telling, or Christian was like, go get him. And. He was just staring him down like, why'd you hit me? And yeah, Christian was like, I, didn't notice that, huh? I wasn't, it wasn't me. I didn't do that. That was him. Yeah. So like, that's how I took it was like, Luchasaurus just realized somebody hit him with the title. And then when he turned around, Christian was holding a title again. So he's like, yeah, why'd you do that to me? And I, I it, yeah, that was a distraction. I think what caused Luchasaurus to, to lose to Adam Copeland. So great job, Adam Copeland. You beat Luchasaurus. We're probably going to get you fighting for that TNT belt soon. So that's why Brian Danielson's going to lose. Uh, but the chaos I'm referring to is basically after the match. Uh, let's see here. I got my notes here. Um, in order of appearance, oh, yeah. you're going to help. I I threw away notes and I don't remember have anything on this for you. You filled so, me in. Uh, chaos breaks out as Nick attacks Adam after the match. Then Danielson comes out and attacks Christian from behind. Claudio and Yuta come to help even the numbers. Then Gates of Agony come out with Swerve. Then guess who? Adam! Hangman Page comes out. And everybody is fighting around the ring. And we then get to see, we come back to the center of the ring where we see Danielson having Christian Cage in the LaBelle lock. And he is tapping. And you can hear Excalibur go, is this what we're going to see Saturday night? Stay tuned to find Uh out. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, it was so, yeah. craziness, and I didn't write it all down. I remember what happened, but I didn't put it all out on paper. Once it started, I was like, I gotta, I gotta 
see who all came in here and where all the numbers go. Because, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, when they like when they brought in Gates of Agony, I was like, okay, that makes sense because Hangman's out there with Swerve and they're still doing their thing. But it's like, what? They, they were saying something about what Gates of Agony is like, oh, because they're fighting. Uh, it was BCC that they were talking mm-hmm. about. They have their match on Rampage. Uh, but I was just like, why are why is Gates of Agony here? So, yeah, what a kerfuffle. Uh, I loved that ending. Like, it was it was a great match. Yeah, and it leads us into, I'm not sure what's on. And I'm reminded how much I love Adam Copeland's entrance music. Like, it's just the minute I heard it, and I was just like, yeah, I'm jazz. Let's go. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's a special start time for the shows this weekend. And I don't remember when it is. I'm not hmm. sure if it's Rampage or if it's Collision. But Well, that sounds like a problem for future TBZ and Mr. Rizzo, because we're at the end of the show. <laughs> well, I just meant they have some early start times of, like, one of them's at 7. when they're, Maybe it's Collision. It's normally at... No, Bro, maybe it's Rampage. Yeah. It's at 7 o'clock when normally it's at 10, but... There's an Emmy Sakura versus Sky Blue match, and I can't wait for that. I saw that. I knew you were going to be excited. I was like, that's a good match for Sky Blue if she can pull that off. I think she might, honestly. I'm pulling for Sky Blue in that match. Yeah, and then Emmy is just awesome. And then, yeah, we got uh, the Hardys and Brother Zay versus Daniel Garcia, Daddy Magic, and Cool Hand Ange. Here's hoping 2.0 and uh, Garcia come out on that one. And also Trent Beretta. I'm sorry, Jay Lethal versus Trent. You gotta, yeah. All righty. Well, I think it's time, Mister Rizzo, because there is no NXT minute. I got my ears checked this week. No, it was a NXT show this week. No, no little minute for that one. It's time for the toe. It's our tope suicida moment of the week. Where we tell you about things in the wrestling world we think you should check out this coming week. That was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, lots going on. I, I'm i going to take the reins and say that I, I, I mentioned it before. And uh-huh. I'll say it again that locally we got the ESW Wrestle Bash with the Steel Cage match. Um, Still happening. Why haven't Friday, you gotten tickets? Well, that's what I was going to say. Friday, November 17th. Today, tickets went on sale. So I scooped up some front row tickets. November, you said? No, Friday, November 17th. On the website, it says it's Saturday, November 17th. So I don't know. Hopefully, they'll fix that. Well, I'll say this, Mr. Rizzo. As of late, I've been uh, getting up and moving around. So I'm thinking maybe by then I might be able to be mobile enough to check it out. Awesome. Awesome. But yeah. So we'll have to make that an episode. A- the fact that they're having a steel cage match, I gotta. I just want to be close to the ring for that for the first time. Yes. So sit in front row. They actually advertise. You've been the Riverworks where they have balcony seating. Yep. They they're selling specific balcony seats this time. Nice. So yeah, they're forty five. It's going to be indoors. I would say yes, with it being in. If the balcony November. seating makes me think it would be in, indoors, yeah. Well, there's balconies on both, but I think they're probably... But that balcony was available on previous shows, so it'd be weird that they'd start charging for that. 
I'm going to say it's the inside because it's going to be well. Stay be tuned to find out. November it might be too cold to be outside. I it's already know. fifty outside. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that's. I'm looking forward to seeing that. My daughter's excited to see a steel cage match up close. That's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, my tope is going to be this MJF Adam Cole Roderick Strong love triangle we've got going on here. Uh, I liked what happened this week. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. We are coming to a head where MJF really needs to lean on Adam. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. Me too. Good stuff all around. Great stuff with you this week, TVZ. We, Thanks, we talked about a PLE. We talked about yeah. a great night in Tuesday Night Wars between AEW and WWE. Yeah, yeah. No fallout between the two companies. We like both of them. We like to watch two different shows. They're very different, and we talk about what we like on both those shows. We're not trying to cause division and cause problems. There's enough of there out there. We like to have fun and talk about what we like. Don't forget to check us out. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. on you got to tell formally, people where to call us first. Check us out at formerly known as Twitter, at Wrestling Honks, and on also Blue Sky. Uh, send us an email, honkafyoulovewrestling at gmail.com. Check us out at YouTube, TikTok, and uh, Instagram under the moniker of Honk If You Love Wrestling. I feel like Excalibur trying to struggle through that. <laughs> we'll see you again soon. Talk it like it's hot. Honk. Honk. Oh.